Hello and welcome back to Analytics at ServiceNow with your host Alex Sanginov. This is Season 2 and we are excited to cover the ins and outs of a day in the life of analytics roles and their contribution in creating value to fuel the company's growth. Today I'm joined by Vijay Kotu, VP of Analytics at ServiceNow. And we are here to cover the analytics layers and players. More specifically, the why behind having solid layers with key players. So let's layer this episode with player number one, Vijay Kotu. Hello and welcome back to the show, Vijay. Great to have you. Great to be here, Alex. Uh, I heard that there's great reviews and an interest in the first uh, season of the podcast. Glad to be on the second season. Great to have you again. And just to get us started, uh, what does a day look like for you? What is it like to be in BJ's shoes? Oh, pretty exciting and pretty boring stuff at the same time. <laughs> I doubt <All> right. <laughs> the day in uh, it's the day is organized around the outcome that we are looking for. Right, outcome that we are looking for in the business. So we, we need data to drive the growth of the company. We need awesome analytics products and great team that we need to set up here. So the day revolves around those outcomes. Number one is I spend uh, a considerable chunk of time meeting with our stakeholders and business users and business owners. And they are the one who are going to use analytics to drive the growth of the company. So it's very important for me to stay connected with them, innovating on the next layer of products and also new capabilities that they're going to launch for the business, not just for what they're going to launch in next quarter or so, but what other things that they're going to put in place for next year and so on. And having this long-term trajectory uh, is very important for analytics as it is one of the key growth drivers for the company. The number two thing is uh, we need great products so I'm, I'm spending time meeting with the team, product managers, developers as well, and see how we are going to develop the new set of products to match those capabilities that we have promised uh, with our functional businesses. Number three we are looking for is setting up great analytics organization, the talent. So I'm spending time in meeting with the leaders and also our team members as well, and spending considerable, considerable time in hiring great talent to join us. So that's the number three part. Great talent indeed, Vijay. Can you touch upon and double click uh, behind the analytics team structure here? What, what are the key talents and what are the thoughts and rationale that went behind structuring the team in, the, in a way? Yep. So the key objective for analytics, uh, I talked about this before in the first season, our, our purpose here is to create decision-making capabilities for the company. right? And these decision-making capabilities are spread throughout the organizations. There's a bunch of decisions that we need to make in sales organization, in marketing, in our customer and partner organization, product organizations, right? Everything is centered around those key decisions. Like, for example, which customers need help, which customer is at risk, which customer should be, uh, should which account should be targeted. So those are the operational decisions that we would need to make every single day, many times a day. So our analytics organization is really structured around those key decisions. 
So for us to make those decisions, we need great data, we need astute predictions, and we need business insights yeah. built in a great decision interfaces and everything orchestrated with workflows. So that is our five element strategy around it. So our structure is, is designed around what kind of decisions are we making? Are we making marketing decisions, sales decisions, customer decisions, finance decisions, talent decisions, or IT decisions, right? So that's essentially our vertical. So we have marketing analytics, sales analytics, customer and partner analytics, product, IT, talent, and finance are those key functional analytics organizations. So those are all the verticals. Right. And these teams design those data sets and decision interfaces. Essentially, they bring everything together. The data sets, predictions, insights, decision interface, workflows together, and designing those capabilities, the decision-making capabilities would be the primary purpose of those verticals. Not just creating dashboards and reports, but those mm -hmm information that is needed to make that sales decision. So right. we have organized around those verticals. So the key, uh, the talent that we have there is obviously a leadership talent and also product managers, developers, data developers, visualization developers are the key talent that we have in the verticals. I can only imagine, uh, just out of curiosity, do you get to geek out? I love to geek out. Right? I'm a, I started off as a data engineer and, and later on as a data scientist. So absolutely, it's, it's great team to hang out with. Absolutely. <laughs> and the second part is the horizontals. You know, when making those decisions, creating those decision-making capabilities, we need one source of truth data. We need predictions and insights. So that's how we have organized our horizontals. So we have our enterprise data platform team to consolidate data across the company, more than 60 different sources and external data, bringing it all together so that the entire organization can consume. So that's our enterprise data platform team, our enterprise data services team, MDM data that needs to be consumed across different systems and also data quality governance, everything is on data services that we need to offer. And the next one is our enterprise AI team. So this is the team that rolls out AI models at scale embedded in different business processes and also those decision-making capabilities like prediction in terms of whether this deal is going to close or not, right? Or where, where are we going to land the quarter and how is our renewals looking? So those are the decisions that we need predictions for. So that, that is done by our enterprise AI team. So we have uh, a bunch of awesome data scientists there, and our research and insights team. So this is quite unique that we have. Uh, the objective of this team is consuming all this data, consuming all this prediction, and coming up with heuristics, the, the rules of thumb, right? So those are the heuristics that we want to impart across the organization. For example, if we focus on our adoption, our renewal is going to uh, increase by X percent. If we focus on this, uh, what would be the outcome? Those are the heuristics that we create across the organizations. And we have a bunch of awesome analysts, statisticians working on creating those insights and heuristics. So those are the key horizontals. We do have training and support team, our, our great program management office as well that gives support in executing these large-scale programs across the company. Those are great talents that you touched on. And I look forward to speaking all of those 
uh, roles, analytics roles, and or in additional enablement roles, if you will, uh, in subsequent sessions. So for those who are listening to the podcast, stay tuned. We have great content coming in season two. BJ, I'm curious, you touched on so many different structures, different teams, different skill sets. Now, what makes the current structure that you described, how the analytics team here at ServiceNow is structured superior to others? I'm sure there has been a lot of uh, thought and decision and rationale put behind it. Uh, can you walk us through that process? Yeah, many, many companies deal with analytics, uh, either centralized approach or completely distributed and federated analytics, right? Those are, those are good models. Uh, we have more, uh, a kind of hybrid model, but I would say we have more leaning on the centralized approach, uh, but we have a stronger functional analytics team, embedded analytics team across our business units as well. Um, and the reason why we have inclined towards centralized analytics is uh, we strongly believe uh, the data is, is really central and it's also common across the company. So the data that we are using for our decision-making for marketing is very similar data for sales and our customer success and product organizations as well. So there's no point in distributing this data, copying it four times, and then creating independent models. The things right. that we are creating for one function is, has cross-functional kind of uh, applicability, and that network effect is something has been proven really advantageous for us. The example I could give is um, we are having a massive event coming up, our knowledge digital event. And uh, there's so much information that we need to run that event, both pre and post as well. But that information is primarily consumed by our selling teams. Correct. Or used by our selling teams to invite the right contact, to make sure that uh, the attendee has the right good experience um, on, on consuming the right content, whether he or she is interested in that content, and also making sure that uh, the, this event has been a great education experience for our customers as well. So our selling teams, our account management teams are super interested in, in that data. So it's the same data used in two different ways. So we'll solve it once, make sure that our knowledge graph strategy is fully equipped to provide this cross-functional visibility in a very consistent way. So rather than replicating these analytics products in every function, which might be duplicative, we are taking a very centralized approach. And that has been really advantageous. And, and also uh, to, to do the centralized data governance, making sure that we have one source of truth and we fix it once has been very, very uh, advantageous for us. Right. It is essentially a centralized data set as a gift that will keep on giving. Right? The more uh, team members, the more eyes you lay on it, or the more analytics you put on top of it, the more insights you will produce. Yep, create it once and use it many times, right? So the Absolutely. reusability of this data across different personas that we serve is, right. is, uh, is something that uh, we can take advantage of. Right. I heard you say horizontal and vertical teams. Uh, how do you usually go about... Uh, establishing or identifying a new function or a sub-function or embedded teams as you refer to it. Is this a team exercise that you do or is this more of a leadership exercise? It is always going to be a collaboration on this, Alex. Uh, for example, uh, we as a company might 
invest more or focus more on a particular function or a sub-function. Uh, the way I would break it down is what are the new set of decisions are we going to make as a company? And do we need data? Do we need predictions? Do we need insights to support that decision? Right. And if there is a, if the impact of those decisions is going to be very high, then there is going to be analytics support required as well to make sure that we are making the right decisions. So it starts with that business case that we are able to develop. And then it, it leads to an investment case and see how we need to set it up as a separate function or a sub-function. And I, I guess that's how we can grow along it. The, the intended purpose here is that decision-making capability for that business. Right. And so everything else follows in terms of our investment into should we have a separate scrum team focused on this problem. Got it. I may have an answer or may anticipate what you might answer on my next question, but I'm curious. If you had to build it all over from scratch, and uh, a brand new analytics team, how would you go about that? What skill sets you would look to build first, second? Is there any particular sequence or whatnot? Well, we have complete control over our destiny, Alex. So I would say uh, the current structure, what we have is, is, is what we would if I were to do this again, I would build the exact same structure. Uh, the difference might be the sequencing of those things, right? right. Uh, where, where do we need to focus first, uh, right? If I were to build from scratch, I think it is going to be the, the key verticals to focus on first. Any organization starting out, right, uh, you would want right. to get the first thing is product analytics, yeah. right? Uh, so if you're starting up with, a, with a, if you have a startup creating a new right. product, right, the first thing you wanted to know is if our products are right, rightly instrumented. And right. when you are launching that product into beta mode, alpha mode, then right. you will want to see the, the usage of it. And as slowly company grows into other areas, for example, on marketing and, and when revenue model is set on the selling part, slowly you're getting into marketing analytics and, and, and sales analytics, right? As customers are using in the full life cycle, then you're getting into customer analytics. Obviously, finance gets matured and rest of the functions, GNA functions, IT and talents gets matured as well. So those are the vertical sequencing I would think about. Um, as we are thinking about, as we are scaling the company, then you would need to think about our common enterprise data platform. And this is where... Uh, we want to get this right in the first time right. uh, because the answer of how many data platforms do we need as a company cannot yeah. be 10, 5, right? One would be the right answer, ideal answer, right. and that's essentially where we are going to. So having the strong data platform is super critical. And as we are building more advanced, uh, advanced capabilities like enterprise AI, uh, research and insights would be coming later on. Right. Definitely uh, agree and uh, see your point in terms of you know, where the decision is needed, right? Where the company is growing. That's where we need to invest heavily. Uh, last and two-pronged question. What uh, aspirations or growth opportunities that keeps you at, up at night? And on the flip side, what are the good decisions that let you sleep well at night? Well, it's, it's always a balance. We are a growing company. Um, and uh, the number one thing uh, that keeps me, well, not really keeps me up at night, but I would say the one thing that we need to fear the most, right? Uh, that we need to watch out for right. is relevance of analytics. 
in driving the growth of the company. Okay. And uh, the value of analytics needs to be constantly measured and communicated. And if we see that there's one area where the value is not up to the expectations, then we will need to fix it. And usually that comes in adoption of analytics products and the decisions that people are making based on those data and predictions and how good those decisions have become, right? So that's the business decisions that we would be able to measure in most cases. And making sure that the value of analytics is constantly measured. And if the value falls down to the expectations, then falls below the expectations, then we would need to do an RCA and why it happened and how we can fix it. Right. So relevance of analytics in driving the growth of the company is number one objective. Right. And obviously there are other things in, as any technology leader would say in these days, security is a big consideration in terms of the downside risks that we have in any data programs and the quality and user trust of that data, right? It, those are the key things that for us to think about. Um, in terms of the best decisions I've made uh, that keeps me uh, sleeping well at night, it's, it's always gonna be a talent decision. Hiring right people at the right roles um, is, is going to be the most important decisions as any hiring managers would do. Yep. Um, and, uh, and that has proven really well. Once you hire the right people with the right role, uh, the amount of um, the innovation that comes in, uh, the, the excitement, the, the team leadership, um, and uh, the destiny, it, it completely changes and where we are going. So hiring the right people at the right, uh, at the right roles is going to be super crucial. Absolutely. Uh, Vijay, this has been another great insightful segment with you. I look forward to having you again in the future uh, to shed more light as we progress with the company. New decisions will come up, new challenges. Hopefully you get enough sleep at night and I look forward to having you in future episodes. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm looking forward for season two and, uh, and also season three. This was an episode one of Analytics at ServiceNow, produced by one and only Matt Ackerman. In the next episode, we will cover a day in a life of analytics leaders with two guest speakers with very different tenure history with the company and get their perspective into the what, the why, and how to lead data analytics team. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with others. Remember, sharing is caring. Until next time.